What's up, leaders? I am so glad you continue to return to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm so excited. The notes that I'm getting from you, the text messages that I'm getting from you, the Facebook messages that I'm getting from you, telling me how you've begun to apply these leadership lessons that you're learning. Man, that is my heart for you. That is the reason that I started this. And I am just getting majorly psyched to see this happening for each and every one of you. And so thank you. Please keep the notes coming in. We are a global podcast that is doing great things all around the world and in cities all around the world. I just posted yesterday on Facebook and LinkedIn that we are now in eight different countries. We are in 12 different states in the United States and in 30 cities. I think we just added 31 today. And I am so excited for what is happening as a result of Vitamin Lead. Because ultimately, it's not just good enough that we would listen to this podcast and nothing changes. But my hope is that as you listen to these bite-sized healthy doses of leadership, that you would then take it and apply it to your work the next day or that morning as you go into the office. Because that's where the real change is going to happen is when you apply that to your work. And so welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. Uh, Today's topic, this is a two-part series we're going to be talking about. Uh, We're going to be talking about telling your team's story. Telling your team's story. I'm I'm thinking about this because we're in a season right now where our board of trustees is getting ready to come to the university and every department on campus is telling their story of what's been happening, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that different sort of stuff. And it's so important that as a leader, you become a good storyteller, not a liar (laughs) or somebody that creates fables, but somebody that's able to tell your story well, warts and all. And so today, I just want to talk about some, some basic principles, just two basic principles, and uh, as, as we talk about telling your story as a team. My first question is really, have you ever had that friend that just didn't tell good stories? You, do you have that friend? Maybe you are that friend, or <laughs> you're raising your hand right now out of the car. That, that friend that just doesn't tell good stories, you really want to buy in because you like that person a lot. They're nice. They're your friend. Because you care about them, you just want to buy into what they're saying. But ultimately, they kind of leave you feeling ambivalent about what they're saying or you just don't get it. They either went into too much detail or maybe they left out huge parts of the context that would really help you to appreciate the story that's there. And so if you're that person, I hope that this helps you. If you're not that person and you have trouble translating that sometimes into telling the story of your team in the workplace, hopefully some of these things will help to give you uh, just some context with how you tell your team's story well. I had this mentor when I was first starting out. His name was Justin Agolia. He was in Huntington Station, New York, and just really helped me on a monthly basis meet, have lunch, And think about my leadership as a 23-year-old man. So grateful for Justin. But one of the best things that I point to all the time that Justin taught me was he said, TJ, if you're telling a story, if you're getting people to try to buy into a vision, you always got to give them a point for the head and a picture for the heart. What is he saying there? He's saying that if you're going to give them a principle, 
give them a story or give them a picture that helps them to understand and apply that principle to their life. Maybe it's how somebody else applied that principle to their life, or it's a story with a lesson built into it. But everybody needs a point for the head and a picture for the heart. And when you marry those two things, you go a lot further with getting people to buy into the story that you're telling. And that's really, we're wired like that. Our, Our amygdala and our brain will first think emotionally before it ever thinks logically. And so if you want to help people to understand what you want them to do or need them to do, first, get them to buy into a store, get them to buy in emotionally, appeal to their emotions so that they become more open with their logic. A point for the head and a picture for the heart. So how does this apply as you're beginning to tell your team's story? There's two things that I want to point out to you as you're writing down your team's story, presenting it to your boss. I know that on a weekly basis that my leaders present a weekly report to me about their people, their processes, the programs that they're overseeing, and just really help me to understand the context of their story because I'm not living those various 40-hour work weeks of each of those people. So it's helpful for me to understand What are they doing with those 40 hours? What are you as leaders doing with those 40 hours? How are you helping to grow our people? How are you helping to change our processes? What are you noticing in our programs that are or not working? And we keep coming back to that sort of stuff. And so as you're telling your team story, two things. The first thing that you want to do is you want to make an iceberg point. Iceberg straight ahead. Those of you that are Titanic fans like my wife. You are, you're thinking about all sorts of things right now, but you want to make an iceberg point. I've been pointing back to this lesson a lot lately with my leaders. It's that sometimes you, you tell the 10% or the 10% shows to people, but there's got to be a depth of 90% that undergirds that sort of a thing. If you just see the top half of the iceberg, you got to know that there's something below the surface. You've seen those pictures, right? where you see the the small sliver of the top of the iceberg, but when you go underwater, you see how deep that iceberg goes, the depths of what they have. So if you're telling your story to your leaders or those that aren't familiar with your business, it's important that you have depth, but that you can shorten what you're saying into that brief 10%, that they would see the top of the iceberg, but know that there's a lot more beneath if they need to ask questions or dig in deeper. One of my bosses, he, he will give a presentation for 15 minutes, but have four hours worth of content that he could talk about if needed. And I think that's very wise of him to be able to learn the ins and outs of everything that's going to be talked about so that he isn't caught off guard when somebody's asking for the depth after they've seen the top. If they see the top, they might get curious about what's in the depth. And it's important that we have depth to us and depth to our story as we go through that. I, just some simple tips, remove insider speak if you're making a presentation or sharing your story and just provide simple definitions of your business that you think that anybody outside of that day-to-day grind would easily be able to understand, right? This is something that movie producers do constantly. They will overfilm hours and hours and hours of film, but then they'll ruthlessly cut things if it doesn't match up with the story that they're trying to tell, Right? So they might love this 15-minute scene that they filmed, but if it just doesn't go along with the whole rest of the story that they're telling, they usually cut it. I don't think we're always as good at that as leaders, as movie producers are. 
if we fall in love with something, we always, I got to figure out how to squeeze this into this narrative. But really ask yourself, what story am I telling to my leaders? And is this necessary to tell that story right now? Good. So you get it. Make an iceberg point. That's number one. And then second of all, I would tell you, make a surfing solution. I live in Virginia Beach, and there's a lot of people that love to surf here. And so if you've ever been around surfers, one thing that you know is they are tenacious, persevering people. That if they get knocked down, if they fall off their surfboard, they're always getting back up, looking to be able to ride that wave that's coming into the shore. So making the surfing solution, the question is, is even if something as bad is happening in your business, your leaders that you report to are asking themselves, how are you moving with it and trying to stand up amidst that turmoil? See, the fact is, is when a leader says that they've done all they can do, they cease to be the leader of that area anymore if it's not solved. Might as well turn in your resignation, right? If that thing's not solved and you say, I've done all I can do, that's it. You throw your hands up. That's not a surfing solution, right? That's just like falling there and kind of drowning in the water. <laughs> you see, leaders might try something 17 times before the 18th try yields the result they were hoping to see. And so your leader is looking to see that you have the tenacity to stand up, to keep trying to surf, even though the wave may be crashing around you. Surfing solutions are so necessary in our day and age with how volatile and uncertain some of our industries are. The fact is, is you don't have to be the, the smartest person in the room if you're one of the most tenacious. Always show up asking, what else can we do? That if you've tried all of these things, it may even be something in the market that you can't control. But then the question, the people that emerge as leaders, the people that prove their worth in the midst of hard times are those that go, what else can we do? So when you're telling your story, you've got to ask, you, 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 you've got to make an iceberg point, show the 10%, you know, trim it down, ruthless movie producer style, but have depth to it that if asked, you have more information to share when needed. And then make a surfing solution. Be the person that when the waves are crashing on the shore of your business, you're the one who <coughs> swallows some salt water, smiles, and gets back up again, right? As the leader, here's how you need to show yourself, not just the reports you're writing or the story that you're telling, but you as a leader. So for the iceberg, you, these are two different scenarios, right? You're in a cold area. You're wearing lots of layers of clothes. Let there be depth to you because as you get the opportunity to present that 10%, if there's depth, it tends to ooze out of you and begin to leak out of you as the leader. Vision leaks out in, in good ways, right? So as an iceberg, around the iceberg, telling that story, wear lots of layers. Let there be depth to you. And when you're surfing, stay cool right? <laughs> Swallow the salt water, smile, stand up again. That's your job as a leader. I hope this has been helpful in telling your team's story because the people who tell the best story are the ones that begin to make progress and get people to buy in even more to what they're doing. So I want you to be those people. Make an iceberg point and make a surfing solution. Well, thank you for tuning in again. This has been Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. 
If you're enjoying this, please share this podcast with the people that you know. Would you subscribe and share it with people? Uh, Share it across the world if you have contacts, across the states if you have contacts. Share it with your neighbor, anybody that might find this beneficial. I I look forward to the next time that we get to be together. And uh, part two of telling your team story, we're going to talk about what do you do when you have a really bad story to tell? (laughs) You've been there, haven't you? What do you do when you have a bad story to tell? We're going to be talking about that next time on Vitamin Leads, Your Healthy Dose of Leadership. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.